The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome, everyone, to Escape to Reality Podcast with Justine and Geneva. Hi, friends. We're excited. We are here joined by a special guest who wrote like the ultimate book on trivia that we're going to get into, Thea de Sousa. She runs a very popular, you've probably seen her on Instagram, Your Moms Are Watching, and she has a new book coming out, the unofficial Real Housewives Ultimate Trivia Book. Welcome. How are you doing? Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, we're excited. <laughs> I hope you've um, never listened. We, yeah, I hope you never listened either. Whenever somebody says that, we're like, oh my God, people listen. Um, we are thrilled to talk to you today. As you know, we're big Bravo people. You obviously are next level given that you created this book. Um, but we want to start with, it is fun. I flipped through it and it looked great. I would love to know. How did you flip a, like, online? They sent us like a little PDF. We could see it. Oh God, I didn't see that. I'm so oh, slow. Geneva you gotta go back. with the Zoom. So I'm so we'll sorry I missed hard, it. We'll send you a hard copy too. Oh, oh we'd love I, one. We'd love one. I saw it, a few of the pages on your Instagram or something when I was cyber stalking you, but oh, I wish I would have seen. I'm so sorry. I know. It's uh it's great. So how did your love for like Bravo start? What like where did you what was the first thing that brought you into the Bravo sphere, particularly housewives? What was like your first love? I mean, I've watched from day one, every single day of every season. You know, I was friends with um, Slade Smiley. He was like oh my, my brother's, God. He was my brother's best friend and I hung out with him all the time. And so he was the one that said that he was going to be on the show. So I watched from day one because I wanted to see Slade on there. And then that's, so that's kind of was my gateway. And then I've never missed, I've really honestly never missed an episode of any housewife. How do you feel about <laughs> him? Are they still best friends? Do you know what? No, he actually borrowed five thousand dollars from my brother and never paid him back, and we never heard from him again. <laughs> oh my classic. gosh! It's classic slave. Like I, I just can't even believe that he's so cheesy. He was super cheesy, but so was my brother. My brother dated Joanna Krupa for two years, so that was his oh my girlfriend. God, from- a heartbreaker! Jeez, Joanna. I Krupa. love it. You're in the mix. That's so good. Yeah. Wow. So, so Joanna- you never. Oh, go ahead. And, my, and Joanna and my brother were together for two years. This is before Housewives wow. and Slade was part of their group, which is funny. I've never heard anyone ever mention that connection. I, I don't know if anyone even knows it, but they knew each other really well before any housewife came about. <laughs> she was a great addition for Miami, too. It's too bad she didn't come back. I really did like her. I thought maybe there were rumors and then I asked her because we texted and she was like, absolutely not, never. And then I wanted to get a blurb for my book. And she was like, I'm not giving you a blurb. And then my brother's like, you're giving my sister a blurb. And she was like, fine, just tell me what to say. <laughs> I do have a blurb from her, but it was under duress. Oh, I love man. that. So you've never missed That's a single awesome. episode, meaning like, I'm assuming you're catching up on these. You're not watching every single one live. You're like, you're just in a week, you're digesting all housewives, no matter what um I'm trying are you to think watching I, I, I mean at this point I don't watch them live at this point okay. but I did obviously yeah yeah in the day of course me and Geneva are you watch... probably of the same so don't feel bad oh yeah, yeah we're <laughs> right there with you do you watch like other things on Bravo or are you exclusively housewife no I love Project Runway it's like my OG and Top Chef are like my OG favorites yeah. um I yeah. I um, regret to say I have not watched I watch one season of Married to Medicine and No Family Karma, which I know is a sin. A sin. We're bad too. We have. But I'm a huge you. summer house. I don't uh, know. It's like you know what it is when you Married to Medicine, especially if you haven't followed it along. It's a big, huge binge. Like yeah, that's it's a, a big lot undertaking. Seasons. It's a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you can start like, from I, day one if you tell people I, to start. If anybody says, "Oh, start from season four or five, 
I feel like that is against the Bravo religion. You need to be there in the trenches from day one. Exactly. So I was like, if I ever have, I don't know, like some big surgery where I'm in bed for six months or something, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, what's like your favorite, your top franchise historically? Like if you were talking to a non-Bravo person and they were like, I want to watch one franchise, what's your one pick for people to watch? For Housewives? Yeah. Um, for Housewives, my all-time favorite used to be Roni, New York from day yeah, one. But of course I soured like everybody else the last season until the new cast, which I love the new cast. And then Beverly Hills. I think Beverly Hills from day one is just like consistently great. Beverly Hills, that's a good one. No bumps on Beverly Hills for you. (laughs) (laughs) I love Um, Beverly Hills. I can't help but not love it. But I also hate hate it. I almost forget about it, but I love it. It's a real weird one for me. It gets a little bit like the family and the I have, feel like they and... haven't waned. Like I feel like so many other franchises have really dipped and you know, Leanna's really getting bad. I just don't feel like yet Beverly Hills has gotten bad. Now I have no hope for this coming season at all. But up yeah. until now, I feel like they've really kept me kept my attention for whatever you know, all the different reasons. It'll be interesting so, to see how it goes. So you're watching every episode, even when a season sours, you're just thugging it out through a bad season. Wow. I am. You're a true fan. I know. I know. We just, we're, we, I feel bad, but we did kind of fall off Atlanta this year, which is a, it's a bad, we've never done that before. So it is something new for Geneva and I. No, you're exactly. I have to say, Atlanta. I stopped. I stopped. I had to stop after last season. I was done. So you're right. I didn't. I don't watch that right now. I keep oh, saying okay, that so I'm you're going. Not to, we're together. We're right. together. Okay, okay, we're still on the same. All right. I great. keep saying right, though. I still could. I still could get back in. I could still sit here a couple. No, I could and, too. If if yeah, I saw oh, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I exactly. Could I haven't, but I have seen nothing that's really caught my like. Oh wow, I need to be watching this. It's so weird. It should work. But me and Geneva are talking about New York, how we just love it. It keeps our attention. See, OC, it, it, people are loving it. But to us, we kind of fade in and out. We kind of fade in and out with Salt Lake City, too. How do you feel about Salt Lake? I mean, I, I think last season was tough, but I still watched every minute of it. I think last season was a tough one, but I think that they're, this season looks great from the trailer. I mean, I, you know how sometimes they fool you from the trailer, but it looks great. I mean, I feel like people shouldn't get excited about Mary because I heard that she leaves. So I don't think she's in it that much, even though I'm not that I'm a fan of Mary. She's funny. But yeah. I feel like that's something that they're teasing us with that is not going to be, that's going to fall flat because I, I know she walked away and doesn't come back for the season. Yeah. Isn't that's that say something yeah, they about the up. franchise if that's what they're hanging on to? That's yeah. what I thought. She was all over the trailer and then she's not in the show. That's like a bad look. She should Those be the main, you know, DNA kid. That's what they should hold. Right. Twenty three and me. I would. I'll tune in, of course, but I'll tune in to see them take Heather Gay oh. down. I feel like that it's going to be a big Heather Gay takedown. I'll be season. watching. I didn't. I didn't turn any more on a person than I turned on Heather watching that uh, Thailand rugged. If she was un, she was horrible. That was a really bad look for her. On that Can't show. stand her. I felt. Like- I felt like she was bad at the end of last season too. I was like, yeah. what is happening with this eye story? I couldn't even handle it. It was oh, so and that, bad. I mean, yeah, was... I guess it was carryover from that, but it was just mad. That whole situation was just like, what Her is and happening? Jen Shaw, she was just pathetic. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I know. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. that was the worst part. That was the worst part, watching her do that suck up thing. But you know, we've oh. all seen it. Like remember with Erica Jane with the sucking up. There's something about these shows where they suck up because the spotlight's on someone. It's like they're attracted to the spotlight because yeah. we're all sitting there saying, how could you back this person? But you don't understand that person is in the spotlight. And I think some people are really attracted to that. Like they're I sick. feel like with like Lisa Renan and Erica Jane and with, mm-hmm. um, with Heather and Jen Shaw, like we were all watching Horrified, but I think that they, this, this is the person that's the most popular, right? Like remember in high school, like the most popular, maybe, maybe, maybe it's the bad girl. But I feel yeah. like they kind of like, they gravitate to that. And I think Heather, a big part of Heather's last season and still probably even now is to, was to sell her book. I think that was so important to her yeah. that that became a bestseller. Right. And so she milked that stupid eye story and she milked the spotlight and the Jen Shaw stuff because I think ultimately she just wanted to sell like a lot of copies of her book. 
How do you yeah. think she got yeah. the eye? Because it was pretty gnarly. How do I think what? How did you think she got the black eye? Well, I mean, um, her, her assistant was that girl, Eleni. Did you ever watch her TikToks? Um, I was a producer on The Housewives. They were really funny. Oh, no. Okay. Her name is Eleni. And she ended up being Heather's assistant for a long time. I met her at BravoCon and I'm, her sister is one of my followers and I talk to her sister all the time. And Eleni said that it was, she hit it on the faucet in her bathroom. She had told me that a lot, long time before anyone else knew. She said that she was really drunk and she went to go wash her face. And it was a really strange okay. Totally could see that. It totally was a strange placement of a faucet. And she went down to, and she said the reason she knew, she didn't remember, but the reason she knew that was what it was because she had hit it a few days before the exact same spot. So, so you do it again. Right. So because it's a weirdly placed, this is what Ellen told me. It's a weirdly placed faucet. Like if you saw, she told me if you saw a picture, not even immediately me. know. It sounds very the glove didn't fit. <laughs> I know. This is but the thing. Is it actually why is then? Sim- why right. the dramatics? Why not just right. say you hit your face on a faucet? Or make up a better story that. and go with that. Ugh. My theory is to sell her book. I think she was trying to get the spotlight and she kept like being evasive to get people talking because ultimately she just wanted people to go buy her book. That's my theory. I don't know. Just disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) Killed it for me. So sad. I used to I really did like her. Um I would love to know. So we started doing a Mount Rushmore many, many moons ago before Bethany Frankel jacked our idea. What's your housewives? Mount Rushmore if you could pick like your four and we're not saying your favorite housewives like foundational critical to the hundred years of from the now. franchise hundred years this is from who, now who's I'm gonna, gonna say Sonia Morgan Sonia Morgan okay. Kyle language. Richards okay Nini yes and Tamara I know people Ugh. hate her but I know. Wait, Teresa's not on your Mount Rushmore. Oh God. How do you feel I about Teresa? Have Here this... we go. Let's let's hear about that. No, you guys, you do you not know about my run in with Teresa's husband. No. No. This is bad. So I'm just like minding my own business, living my life. No thing, nothing to do with Teresa, nothing. I don't know her. I've never interacted with her. I actually don't know really any, at this point, I didn't really have any friends on the Jersey cast, but I happened to stumble upon the fact that Louie and Teresa had hired someone to like take down Marge. I stumbled upon it. It was true. And I got in this big mess. And then Louie sent me like a bunch of really strange, like middle of the night, nasty DMs. (laughs) Like really bizarre. Like he called Marge a, names you asked me how much I was getting paid like it was crazy so I've had now I really feel creeped out by the guy like he eventually blocked me I have not ever had any interaction with Teresa but I assume she doesn't like me either because of telling that story but he's like up next level there's something like super unscrewed about him so there is messaging a blogger in the middle of the night to like all caps saying like horrible things it was crazy picture him like naked naked laying in bed next to Teresa and he sits up and his eyes are bulging through in the dark oh that's even weirder they're on vacation I was like go enjoy your vacation dude I know weird things are dark so I don't know I mean I actually not a Teresa hater I actually feel a lot feel sorry for her a lot I liked her when she came out of jail I wasn't like a real like I hate Teresa person but um you know him forget it like he'll be here downfall so he's gonna bad. ruin her yeah, like, financially her he really is he's a classic he's a classic con artist like a classic yeah, now is. by now I know so much about him he's a classic con artist and I know because my brother who dated Joanna Krupa is also a con artist god bless him and they have so many similar qualities the way that they approach business quote unquote and the way they get money for things it's all very similar uh-huh. so he's gonna be her I mean her downfall the fact that she didn't sign a prenup is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And like, it will, if she will be financial. I, I, I don't want to say it's horrifying because like, we've always, we've been Teresa defender is probably forever, but this is a situation where you just can't defend it. It's bad. And it's a bad look. And she's just, it's, it's going to be bad, bad for Bravo in a way too. Yeah. There's something that's going to happen. 
Right, right. It was yeah. a weird decision. It was funny because after all that happened, I went to uh, a taping of Watch What Happens Live. And I stood up and I had sent Andy and I have DM before. So he, when he sees my DMs, it'll say seen. So I can see that he saw my DM and I had sent him the DMs from Louie and said like, dude, like this just happened. And he didn't write back. It just said seen. And then I saw him like four days later at Watch What Happens Live. And you're allowed to stand up and ask questions in the audience before the show starts. And I was like, hi, like your moms are watching. Like, what do you think about those DMs I sent you from Louie? And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I said, okay, well, um, what do you think, you know, Louie and Teresa will be back? Louie will be on the show next season. And he said, of course he will. He's married to Teresa. And I was like, next question. And I was like, okay. Like, wow. He said, kind of, he was nasty. He was short like that. Like, you didn't even think about that one. Like, it's not even a question. Like, oh, maybe uh. this guy's a liability. Maybe we should limit his. Right. No, he was like, are you out of your mind? Like, he's married to Teresa. He's on the show. And I was like, okay, sat down. Like, wow. Because we were all wondering, is this going to hurt his cheek? You know, like, are they going to yeah, see these right? DMs and this crazy behavior? And are they going to, like, think twice about having him on camera? No, not even for a second. You're messaging someone in all caps. You're a nut job. Just period. It's like a key <laughs> indicator that you're off your rocker. Right, like it's right, just, right. it's never how, good. How do you feel about the Gorgas? Do you think they should stay or go? I mean, I like them both and I think they should stay. I don't see, they haven't done anything fireable. Like I, all these people asking for them for what, what have they done? I could see people being annoyed by them. I could see people not thinking they bring anything, like all the crap that you can criticize anybody for in these shows. But what have they done really wrong? I just don't even see where they, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan, but also I just don't get why they like Bravo would say you're done. Like it's, it takes yeah. a lot to fire you from a high rated show. Yeah. Yeah. I would be sad if we never saw Melissa Gorga again in a weird way. I, I do. I am a fan of her in my deep consciousness. I don't know. I Ooh, really am. Confessions. It is weird. Um, so we talked about the franchise you love most, like historically, you have someone watch one. What do you love the most right now? That's like on the slate for this year, whether it's maybe I'm not airing or coming new, down the pipeline. The new Roni, I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it's all It's really of them. good. Yeah. It's so yeah, good. We, I love it. Right? They're I'm, like yeah. so interesting. They're funny. They're cool. They're chic. They're rich. I don't even understand it what they're just freaking works. Yeah, oh, it, it does. does. But I will tell you, you know, it's one thing I learned going to BravoCon last year. And I'm, I've kind of learned like our little Instagram world is very small. If you, th if all the people I met at BravoCon, I was asking everybody, I was saying like, who are you here to see? Because I was live like the whole time. And I said, who do you love the most? And the answers I got and the franchise people love, they were so different than what we love on Instagram. And I will say that I'm on a bunch of like big Facebook groups and they're hating it. Like majority really? are hating the new, wow. which is crazy. They say they're boring. They don't understand them. Like they are, these are people who love Kyle Richards. They love, um, you know, Teresa or Melissa, either one, uh -huh. like fiercely. And they're, so I'm thinking, no, it's amazing. And I'm thinking, we all think that, right? Like it's just no notes. It's not, yeah. it's not actually how, and if you look at the ratings, it reflects that. That's, they're not getting great rating. Do you think it's because I think Peacock is around? Do they take Peacock into factor? That's a good question. Oh, I don't know about if they do, but all I know is I just feel like in a way, and I hope this isn't true, in a way it's like a little too subtle for like the greater mm -hmm. fandom. Like the things that we love about it, the little idiosyncrasies that we, that, you know, huge longtime Bravo fans are looking for just unproblematic kind of, or, you know, slightly problematic, but I don't know if the, it's connecting with the huge Bravo quote unquote fandom you know, the hardcore Melissa stands, the hardcore Teresa stands, the like, you know, Nini fans, the Bethany fans, the Bethany haters, they're not getting it. I'm just saying, I, I love it. And I hope, you know, that oh, it grows. I, oh. It's, it's I weird. I know I, I was like, if you go on the big Facebook page, these are the ones with like a hundred thousand followers. Yeah. Somebody will say something like, oh my God, I can't stand this new Roni. And you will see like a thousand comments agreeing. And I was Jesus. thinking, what? Are you guys crazy? Yeah, so I don't know. I'm a little scared. I mean, hopefully just... it'll it'll be like the franchise that could, like it chugs and chugs and like yeah, Potomac. Yeah. Like nobody really got that show for a few seasons. And we all just True. collectively agreed that it's amazing, but it took a while. Yeah. 
hopefully it'd be that way but i'm just worried these women are too kind of like strange for the big huge you think you know what it i I don't know so much i am so whacked out what i love about it though throw my tv out the window i but i think i think what we love might be what people do not identify with which is like I love the New York of it. I love seeing like real New Yorkers in their vibe. And like these people are wrecking, tri- you know, like the Tribeca conversation with right. Aaron, that might be Amazing. flying over people's That's heads. That's what I'm saying you know I mean? to you. Yeah, they like I think the, middle the America greater, doesn't get this. Right, the greater fandom likes the huge characters, the huge moments. And I'm worried that they don't yeah. have that on the show. Like what we love, like Bryn's backstory, like these things are so little and yeah. you know, they're not, it's not Nini, it's not Teresa. It's not, think about the huge characters, Vicky, that people like, you know, hate or love. It doesn't matter either one. Yeah. They're getting That's people, to, no one's out there going like, oh my gosh, like Aaron and, and Cy, like, right. I don't know. I'm worried. I just hope that it chugs along mm. and there's some, there's yeah. some bigger moments on the show that attract these people, but it takes a lot to get them like really invested. So I don't know. I, I feel like Potomac did it. Like for a long time, no one knew what the heck Potomac was going on. That it was very true. low rating. And we were all yeah. saying, no, you have to and watch. We loved it's amazing. It. Right. And it, it caught on. So I'm just hoping that yeah. happens with New York, but I, just I don't, don't know. want another Miami because we all loved Miami. Then they get rid of it. Then it's good. It's, it's like, well, you know, I don't know if it's I mean, good. Miami's it amazing. Could have stayed good. You so know? good. So good. I think Miami yeah, is like, Miami. that's how I feel about New York is how I felt about this new Miami. Instantly, I was like, oh, this is fresh. Mm-hmm. It also felt different because it was on Peacock. And I think they used different producers or something like it felt different. But I felt like New York, I forgot entirely. And I was like, to you, like you, we were New York stands. Like we love New York until it fell off. But like, I forget they even existed. This is great. I don't know. I just, I, really I know. It. Jessel in that conversation in the coffee shop was thrilling every second. Of it. She is a hoot. I was trying to say, I was trying to tell my followers, okay, let's try to look at this from Jessel's point of view. Maybe she means like Tribeca isn't hopping. And they were like, no, she, she said it wasn't, you know, good enough to send her kid for private school there. And I was like, wow, you're right. I I was trying to see it from her side. Cause I could see how someone would say Tribeca was like boring maybe, but obviously to say that anything other than it's the most coveted neighborhood to live in, one of the most is insane but I love how Jessel like didn't she didn't flinch like she didn't even like act embarrassed about it she was like anyways (laughs) Jessel has one of those characters yeah like Jessel has that personality that will make her really good which is she has like the ignorance like the dumb the dumbness that protects her from like understanding the shit she's saying offensive that makes a great housewife it's happened time and time again where it's just like their shield Yes, it's like Ramona, it's just like Ramona. they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. They have, they have no ability to be embarrassed. So it's amazing television because they, they can't check themselves. She it's is. amazing. And I feel like Bryn is, you know, Sonia in her younger days with the like kind of like the hussy that's funny. So I feel like yeah. we do have a good like emerging cast of the old Roni for I sure, agree. which I was obsessed. I hope Jenna Lyons sticks around and can really, it will humanize her. I made yeah. a post about how she's like too good for us. And she wrote me and said, like, don't worry, I'm not, I'm not too good for anybody. And I was just like, please oh, don't That's leave. so great that she wrote you that. That's awesome. I love, I absolutely love her. Like, I thought I would hate her. I love her. I feel like she's Kelly Ben Simone in a different um, spectrum, a different parallel universe or something. What Kelly Ben Simone wanted to be or, or something. I would have thought uh, I hated I, her. Like I don't Kelly get ben that Simone. at all. <laughs> but no. I just love I love her. Yeah, she's great. No, I kind of get that because Kelly Ben Simone was like in her own right, kind of in this, like a little bit of a famous model type of, and then she came on the show yeah. and it was like fish out of water, like didn't fit in. Like that, that is kind of Jenna Lyons. Like, like she wanted to be what, smart. Right. And respected. But it, obviously Jenna Lyons is like 10,000 times better than Kelly Ben Simone. Yeah. Maybe it's just the height. Yeah. But yeah, I sure. wouldn't even have oh. expected Kelly Ben or, or, Jenna Lyons to like Christmas. She keeps shocking oh, I, me. Really? What, you look like a Scrooge? Yeah, she seems miserable, but she's actually very nice and sweet. She is such she's just a, reserved. Right. She just yeah. seems, but she it's she would like smile really big if you saw her like it's a little child. That's she's just true. very sweet. I, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. I guess also like she's a mom and she has a boy and I think kids teach you to love Christmas maybe. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. So would love to hear like, when did you start working on this book? How do you have the idea? Like, how'd you get started? Did anybody help you talk to us about the process? This is my, this is how I got this book, which is which is kind of funny. So years ago, I was a development girl in Hollywood. I did, um, I found scripts for producers and I worked for Julia Roberts. I was her story editor. And when I came to that job, I moved from LA. I was a creative executive for Harold Ramis at Fox. And I worked for um, Keanu Reeves and Mike Myers. I moved to New York and I got a job working for Julia Roberts as her story editor. And the person that I replaced, his name was Mark. Mark, I had written an internet column called D-Girl Diary, and it was a really big internet column. It was like big, it was a big deal. And he brought it, he went to go work for a publisher and he brought my column over to make a book out of it. And he eventually, so I was friends with him this whole time. And then eventually he met a girl and married her. And we all, I kind of know her just through him, but I haven't really ever hung out with her. She got a, just got a job a year and a half ago as an editor at a publishing company. And her job was to bring in projects. And she had the idea. She saw my Instagram page. She followed me through Mark, her husband, who I've known for 25 years. And she um, called me up and she said, what do you think about, I just got this job and my job is to bring in projects. And I have an idea of doing a trivia book for the real, about the real housewives. So would you like to write it? So that's how I got the job. I had been working on my page. I had, I don't know, at that point I had probably like at least like 20,000 followers. So okay following, not what I have now. But I worked really hard at Bravo content so she, she could tell I knew a lot about Housewives. And I was like, wow, I don't even, awesome. I don't really have that recall that a lot of people have. You know, people real hardcore, like, oh, yes. season seven. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, I kind of exist in this whole, like, I know it, but you can't, I can't tell you what yes. season or yeah. I know that it happened. So I was nervous. And then we just, I, I don't know, we just started. I said, sure, of course, I'll do it. And then. I just started rewatching and writing things down. I think the goal of the book was, I felt like there wasn't a book that had everything in it. Like there's been mm -hmm. actually really great little trivia books that one of my followers writes trivia books that you can buy on Amazon that are like, you know, they'll, they'll just be like 50 pages of like assorted trivia, but it's never like everything. And I thought mm -hmm. it'd be great, yeah. almost more of a retrospective to be able to have on your bookshelf, something that encapsulates everything. So I have in there, I have Dubai, I have, um, you know, politickers from DC, I have all the franchises. That's and then great. I tried to pick the big moments from every season so that we, we for sure in the book got everything big. So you know that you're going to have to like mention it all there. So the memeable moments, but then also I didn't want some dumb book that we all are going to get in two seconds so I tried also to add in like every chapter has bonus footage little little known facts I tried to put some harder questions I would say it's not a hard trivia book but I just think more so it's just everything in one place like from the beginning yeah. from day one of OC all the way up to last year so obviously the real the new Roni isn't in there unfortunately because we it already went to press mm -hmm. but everything yeah. else, the next one will be That's oh so yeah great I'll do a whole and, book and perfect Christmas them. gift. And yeah, it's a great holiday for people gift. to have a party and yes. play trivia. I think that's a and it's really yeah. pretty. From what I saw, it looks like bright colors, bright pictures. Yeah, it looks fun. So, did you rewatch stuff like to get? How do you source questions? Like, how do you go about actually writing the questions? So yes, I rewatch a lot. Not every single episode of everything, but I definitely try to go to like online recaps and then hit the big episodes where the big things happen. Okay. Cause I try to do yeah. like, I put little sections in there like um, trips or parties or from each franchise. So it's 10 yeah, quizzes for each franchise. So OC would be 10 quizzes. So it'd be trips, friendships, um, wow, fights, whatever. And then I went in and did five questions for each category so I mean you you don't have like a thousand pages so I try yeah. to just do the big one so I would rewatch whatever a big thing that happened but I got some yeah. things wrong too so it gets overwhelming so it's over 500 questions so of course wow. I, I think of myself as like a super fan I think of myself as super smart and studied and not a moron but I sent it to I was trying to get people to write quotes for the cover and for the you know, blurbs. And I sent it to Marisol from Miami. And I was like, and I, I actually asked everybody, but these are the, the people who gave me blurbs, which are Kyle Richards, Melissa Gorka, Margaret, um, Marisol, Joanna, of course, Dana Wilkie, who is a good friend of mine. And I forget who else, but anyways, 
those are the people who got back to me. I asked everybody, but just, you just wouldn't hear back. Or like, I remember like Dorinda and I went back and forth a hundred times and she was like, I didn't get the email. Like Dorinda, I sent it to you five times. I'm like, just give me a quote. Most people didn't even read the book. They just gave me a quote. Like, what should I say? So um, anyways, when I was sending it to Marisol, she's actually one of the only people, I think she might be the only one that actually read it <laughs> before she gave me a blurb because she's in PR. So she knows. And she, I had made a mistake, two mistakes. <laughs> That she caught, she said, that's not the way to spell my boyfriend's name at the time. Oh, that's hilarious. Right. And then um, I forget what the other one was, but it was big. And I was so embarrassed. I'm like, and she goes, you need to have every single one housewife from every franchise look at this book and tell you if you got things wrong. Cause she was like panicked. I was panicked. I love that. She's hilarious. I love it. That's so sweet. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, can you imagine we published this book and there's huge mistakes in there? And like, you know, I'm like ostracized from the community. So, and then Never. still, um, still Marisol was arguing. So it hadn't gotten to print yet. It was no problem. We fixed it, but I was embarrassed. And then Marisol tells me, you know, you have flamingos as our logo in your chapter with the artwork and stuff, but we weren't, we didn't hold anything. And we didn't, we never held a flamingo or something like that. And I said, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Real She's life like, flamingos. Right. Can you imagine? So Man, I was like, Marisol, get, get you know, Marisol on the case. She's like she a hilarious. Marisol, she was like mad. And I said, Marisol, you know, um, yes, you didn't hold anything at first, but then you hold mojitos, but it's kind of just a design choice. Like my editor met with a design team and they thought flamingos yeah. would be pretty. And she was like insistent. No, we, that flamingos is not our logo. And I was like, well, That's it's, hilarious. you know, that would be this great is just like did, a though. judgment call. She was mad for real. I said it was a judgment call. It's already like decided. They had a big meeting about this and she was like not having it. I was like, okay, well, anyways, thank you so That's much. That's so sweet how quote. passionate she is for you. That's really sweet. <laughs> and everybody else was like, just tell me what to say, like whatever. Or like they thought of, I would give them choices or they like Marge came up with hers and Dana came up with hers. But um, Marge is nice to people outside when she's not on the show. People have so many positive things to say about Marge. Who? So. Oh, Marge. Yep. Yeah. yeah she really say nice things about her. I went to her house, actually, um, because I bought that um, Teresa pizza oven <laughs> and she wanted it. And oh I went God, to her I house to one. give it to her. I know. Well, it, it was just happenstance. Some follower sent me that someone had it on eBay. And I honestly thought like, this is either not real, it's not ever going to come to my house, right? Like these don't exist. They're not on eBay, these ovens. And so I just bought it just not even thinking. And then I got the confirmation. I'm like, okay, I got a confirmation, but still I'm not getting a Teresa pizza oven in the mail. And every day it kept moving the date back when it's going to be delivered. I'm like, this is such a scam. I got scammed out of 80 bucks. I'm so embarrassed. And it came, it came to my house and there it was with her logo and her name and Marge was like please can I have it and I was like sure what I guess I just wanted to show my followers I have I, it. I was, what does Marge want it for she hates she wanted so to give petty. It to Andy. she wanted to give it to Andy for the clubhouse at the reunion um, because were, the pizza gate thing was going to come up and she wanted to say like here it is oh my and god I, I know. And I got mocked. Like you cannot even believe for, for giving it to her, but I was like, what do I need it? I just wanted to show my followers. Cause I was the one that broke Joe Gorga gave me on the phone when like the whole story of pizza gate and I broke it. And I just wanted to like kind of finish out that chapter for my followers. And I was like, you guys, I got the oven. And I did like a little reel and they were all excited. And then I was like, I'm done. Like me, like I have the oven. I told the story here. It is like, I don't That's need great. it anymore. <laughs> so I, I said, I'm going to give it to Marge. And then I got killed. So, I got killed online. I would that. use it. Yeah, Seems right. Like a great so, idea. All these like Bravo people you're talking to, are they thirsty to have like are they reaching out to you? Are you hitting them up? Like how how active how are they happen? in like being in this whole life? Like, do they understand the value of engaging with people like you and like, you know, getting their story out there? Like, what's the sense? Like, are you chasing after people or are people coming to you? No, it's a hundred percent me. Cause I'm just shameless and I chase okay. after them for everything, but they only give me what they want out there. It's, no one's like telling me a secret and then, you know, yeah, don't yeah. tell anybody. No, it's you. I'll tell you this because like for with Pizzagate, I asked Marge about that story. Cause we, I was, they had shown it a few minutes of it on the show. And I was confused. Like what happened with this Pete? This doesn't yeah. make sense. So I, I messaged Marge and I had not even talked to Marge that much. And I said, what's the story? And she said, let me, um, and then I said, she told me, she called me and we talked on the phone for a few minutes about it. And I wrote it and I said, I just want to show you this before I post it, but is this the right story? And she, she said, let me ask Joe Gorga. Let me call him and see if that's the real story. So she called Joe Gorga and read him what I had written. I hadn't posted yet. 
And he said, it's all wrong. <laughs> Nothing on that is correct. So let, tell her to call me. So I called him. And then he oh told me Oh my the God, story. it's hilarious. It took That's him like great. hours, you guys. He called me back like five times. I swear to God, I was on the phone with him for like four hours on a Saturday about this dumb story. God. He was he wanted every detail right. He wanted, and it wasn't even like he was begging me to get out there. He just wanted me, even though I'd never spoken to him in my life. He didn't follow me. He didn't know who the heck I was. He wanted me to know the story, like how horrible it was and how Louis and Teresa had stabbed him in the back and how hurt he was and how it made him cry. And all I could think it was, you don't know me. I've never talked to you in my life. We've never it's even kind of messaged. sick and sad. It was hilarious. So that, in that case, obviously I got the story out and him and Melissa both now follow me and they thank me for getting it out there. So that I would use, but to my own benefit, but I had a long history with Lisa Rinna during Beverly Hills because I want, I, I just the strangest thing in the whole world, but I was just bored. My husband was out of town and I, there was that like crazy kid, Patrick Summers was bothering Lisa Rinna. Yes. Like doctors. I she remember you him. being involved yeah, yeah, yeah. with this. Right. right. So I just in the middle of the night on a Thursday night out of boredom, and this is so apropos of me. I just DM'd him. I never spoken to him. I said, Hey bud, like what's up with this Lisa Rinna thing? Is somebody, did somebody pay you to like come after her? This is so strange. And he wrote me right back and he's like, yes. And I said, who was it? Was it a housewife? He's like, yes, as a cast member on Beverly Hills. And I said, does her name rhyme with Milton? And he was like, yes. I couldn't even believe that he was telling me this. I totally believed him for like, you know, eight hours and yeah. I posted it and it was a big deal. And then I heard from Lisa, they were at the um, MTV awards. And then I'd never heard from her in my life. And when I posted that, someone sent it to her and she immediately DM'd me from like the limo outside the MTV awards. And she was like, thank you for, you know, finding out who was behind it. I can't believe it was Kathy. I just sat next to her at the awards and this is crazy. And I'd never spoken to her before, ever, ever, ever. We'd never DM'd, she, nothing. She just, someone sent it to her. And ever since then, I heard from her constantly, constantly. Wow. I'm talking about like novels, all about Kathy and like the things Kathy had done and like, help me get this out there. This woman is evil. She did this wow. thing in Aspen. And I felt so much responsibility. Like, first of all, I was happy to get tea, but also she was like on me. Like she would tell me to post something. And if I didn't, she would get so mad at me. She was like, oh, oh my you'll post. God. Yeah, she'll say, you, you'll post that thing I told you about the, the um, Garcelle book being in the trash and that it was, you know, Erica that did that or whatever it was. She goes, you'll post that tea, but you won't post what I asked you to post about whatever about. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Nuts. I'm like, woman, That's like crazy. get off my page, dude. Like I'm running a page here. I'm not like, you know, paid for by Lisa Rinna. So she was really, 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 really into me the whole season. I actually asked her to make a cameo for one of my followers and she did. And she was like, I owe you so much for, for doing all this for me. And you're the only one that stood up for me when no one else did. And just all this stuff, right? Blowing complete smoke up my ass. And what's so funny, you guys, is I was having this after party last year for BravoCon. And I, I begged her to come because this is right when I was in the thick of like doing her dirty work. And I said, you yeah. know, I really oh love God. you, Erica, to make an appearance. She goes, of course, of course you will after all you've done. And of course she didn't. And then, of course, when she quit the show, she told, she said she was mad at me because I... Um, I had broken that story about, I know, because I had broken that story about Louis. ridiculous. Like, I know. I had broken that story about Louis, um, the Marge, you know, whole thing. Yeah. And she was mad at me because I was involved in a takedown, even though I was exposing a takedown. And so she told me she was never talking to me again because that's what happened to her, that people had paid to have her taken down. I was like, do you understand like that I'm on the good person. side of this? Like. And she didn't, she didn't talk to me for a very long time. And then every once in a while now she'll like reply to me or something, but very, I very rarely hear from her. Wow. So, the, so then it definitely is, tracks that like the whole narrative that there haven't been many leaks on Beverly Hills because Lisa Ren is off right. the show. Like that does track with. Well, I, she, she told me every single detail about the reunion, the day of and the day after the reunion and Andy Cohen DM me and got mad at me about it. He was like, who is telling you this information? If you tell me, I promise you, I won't be mad at you, but this is crazy. Like, how do you know all this? Like, I need to know who's telling you. And it was Lisa. So, of course. Okay. So that tracks. That's so funny. It That's tracks, hilarious. but also it tracks. And I guess what I'm telling you all this for is to tell you that they hundred percent use you. And then the second yeah. they don't need you anymore, you cannot trust yeah. any of them. They don't of care about not. you as much no. as they'll tell you like, oh my gosh, like what you've done is just so amazing. And you've like changed life my life. Life changing, and, right. 
Right. Right. And then a month later, like, who? Like, they won't. And so it's not, they don't know you. They don't yeah. care about you. Serena is no different than Louie, really, when it yeah. comes down yeah. to exactly. it. Really? Like yeah. They're, just... all, they're all just out for themselves. They all just want, you know, they're using you. I really, I was stupid. I just thought, like, you know, we're friends. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Now I've, lo- I've learned. You've so, learned. Like, I've had my thing. I've had my things with Marge now and everything. Like, it's just up and down. And I just know, like, no one Take cares it with about a grain me. of salt. Yeah. No yeah. one's going to do yeah. anything. Like I'll ask now for favors because I've done so much for so-and-so and they'll be, they'll be like, no, like it's not, they're not going to bend over mm-hmm. backwards for you. No matter one way what street. Yeah. Yeah. One who's way. the, who, you mentioned like Louis, is there anybody else who's been like terrible in the DMS? That's a star to me. To me? Yeah. I'm trying to think who's been horrible to me. No, I mean, everyone kisses or you. like nuts. Everybody kisses your butt. Jen Aiden was like mad at me. Um, she's always been nice. And then all of a sudden she was mad at me because I was about to leak this Louie thing, which I didn't even, I don't know how she knew, but she was like, babe, you better not be coming for Louie. And I was like, I like babe. Your Jen right, <laughs> babe. I was like, uh. That's hilarious. So Who, about, who's the nicest? Is like, and, is there anybody so, that's oh, super so nice? Anyway, just to finish my Kathy Hilton yeah. story, when I posted that whole thing during the MTV Awards that night at like 3 a.m., I got a message from her brand manager and she was like, hi, like I'm friends with, you know, your old boss, Julia Roberts, producing partner, Elaine, we grew up together. So I just want you to know, like, I'm really good friends with Elaine. You can ask her about me. You need to take everything down. You just wrote about Kathy Hilton. You need to never mention her name again or my name. And it was like using my old boss against me. And I, that's when I really got creeped out. I was like, what is happening yeah, right now? Really? Like, this is some dumb kid. It's not true. Yeah. Kathy didn't pay anybody. Like, let's all just go to bed. I don't care. I'm taking it. I took it down. Right. I was like, fine, I'm good. Like, and what was the origin were, of it? What did the kid say? I, I had DM that kid, the kid that was that doxing he, that Lisa. And, Kathy Hilton. Yeah. Like paid him. He to told me that Lisa. she. Right. And so it was I, like, again, I believed it for like eight hours. And the next day he changed the story. And I was like, oh, no, this kid's completely full of crap. Like there was no Kathy Hill and there was no paying. He just crazy. But it did. It did blow up all over. It blew Bravo. Huge. But it wasn't me anymore. Like I, I deleted it from my page the next morning and never, ever spoke about it. And then everybody kept writing about it. And it really was huge because this kid had said that. But I already knew it was a lie. So I was, when the band manager was harassing me, I was like, what is the problem? I'm, I'm not talking about this. And she was like, you need to, you know, take it back and, and tell everybody this kid's a liar. And so I did. I was like, okay, whatever you want, Carol, like my old boss's friend from childhood, like what is in the world? So that was what really creeped me out. And Kathy ended up, she said, I'm sitting here with Kathy Hilton and Rick Hilton in their sitting room. And it was midnight LA time. And she said, um, we have Kyle on the phone. And we would all like you to take down the story you just wrote about Kathy. And I was like, what the hell is happening? Like, there's big names you just dropped to me. (laughs) And that's how, like, in the sitting room. That's hilarious. I know. It's crazy. It's amazing how powerful your page, Instagram page is, right? At that point, I had 10,000 followers. I blew up because of the Patrick stuff. But before, when that happened, when I just posted in my DMs in the middle of the night, like in my stories, not even on my main page. I had 10,000 followers. That's a pretty small page. And then it yeah. blew up overnight, but I deleted it the next day. So I did get a bunch of followers, but then since I deleted it, nobody followed me because of it, because the story was gone. So right. I don't know why they were so intimidated. I'm like, do you think anyone's paying attention to what I wrote? But it turned out every single publication in the world, like everybody posted it. I was that's like, crazy. sorry, man. There's something to it. I think if they're freaking out, I'm well, that's the thing. It turned out like the whole Aspen thing was behind everything like she was really worried about because in her DM to me, Carol said, uh, I had never even brought up Aspen. I didn't even know anything happened up. And she said, and Aspen didn't happen. And I was uh, like, huh? <laughs> right? There you go. And so immediately I'm like, wait, what is she talking about? So I asked Lisa yeah. and Lisa told me the story about Aspen and the gay slur. And I was like, whoa. And that was really what they were scared about getting out. They were scared that someone was going to say, and it did uh, eventually get out. Wow. Yeah, I just have a okay, question for you. Sense. My last thought on Beverly Hills. Erica was on Watch What Happens Live and she said they asked her, Have you talked to Tom? And she goes, Well, I talked to him here and there. And that surprises me that she would even admit to talking to him still. And he's supposed to have Alzheimer's or whatever. Alzheimer's shouldn't even make fun of me how I say that. And be completely mentally ill, not in a mean way. So I'm surprised. Are you surprised she's out saying she talks to him here and there? Is this a stupid I know, thing? Strange. She said that. 
she said it at the reunion too. Remember, like when all the crap came out and we were all like, oh my God, like he completely screwed her over. He lied to her all those years. She's a complete victim. She had no clue. But yet I talked to him every day. She said the reunion. And she's I was still like, saying it. Strange yeah, just... thing to admit. But I just would have to think that she's probably saying that for financial reasons, like she has to talk to him because there's still stuff. I don't know. Are there friends? It's amazing to me how she's getting off pretty clear on this whole thing. I, I, I'm people surprised. are done with it. They don't care at all anymore. They're like, oh yeah. So, you, you know, you spent 20 million. Remember she spent, that's when I turned on Erica because the beginning I was kind of like, hey, everybody, why are you ganging up on her? It wasn't her, but it was those credit card bills when those came out and you saw that she had spent like $20 million in eight years or something on Amex. And I was like, whoa, insane. what the hell? Makes Kim Zolciak like, look healthy. Yeah, it was right. like a million dollars on eyelashes, and I'm like, wait, that's no matter what we could say about her, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, yeah, that go to disgusting. the vending machine on Love During Lockup and get her eyelashes. That's right, she oh, could. Um, I know. I wonder, I'm are you guys, are you guys gonna oh. go see your show in Vegas? No, not <laughs> no, not unless someone I'm gave me a ticket. I mean, for if free. I was there and I had nothing better to do, maybe I'd go, but. I'm not, I'm not sure. Jean even does live there, so she has no excuse. I know, I really don't, but I won't. You live in Vegas? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you come to, uh, well, do you want to come to Captain Lee's show? I wrote it for him, and we're we're putting it on the night before BravoCon. I'll put you on the list. Oh, my God, I would, I, I will definitely yes, she come would. That. that I will come. I would love we to meet you when you're in Vegas, so we should definitely meet. Maybe if I come, sure. I, we, me and Janine yeah. could come together. If I, if I come to Vegas, the most fun night. I, I spent like, I spent like a year with Captain Lee writing his one man show and we put it on in at the Hard Rock in Florida and it was amazing. Like just oh, an amazing so night. Fun. Only if he and does so frontal nudity, am I going? Actually, it was actually really hard to get Bravo to let him do it because the rule is you're not allowed to make any appearances outside of BravoCon. Like nobody else is allowed to do a show or Erica's not allowed You're to all ours. So yeah. um, Bravo let Captain Lee because they feel guilty about firing him on below deck and they let him. So we're doing our show the night before BravoCon. I think it's going to be great with a whole Bravo audience out there. And we do a meet and greet before and after. You That's can like great. so fun. Keep me posted. Oh, sure. I will. I love Captain Lee. I would. I think that would I would so drive fun. to Vegas for that Geneva and we could have fun together right. so it's gonna yeah. be so fun you i think it's gonna be more fun than BravoCon because honestly we had so much fun in florida and it was fort lauderdale it was like hardly anybody in the audience i mean they all like yes. were yelling out stuff about but it wasn't like full-on bravo fans it was a lot of his friends yeah, yeah. and his fort lauderdale yeah. people and it was uh -huh. really rowdy crowd they were like yelling we ha i have games in the show that where he does all these interactive games like um like comeback game where you say something and he does like one of his comebacks and you yell yeah. out stuff from the audience so i have like five games in there and people were so rowdy and so into it so i can't imagine bravo kind of people that's it's gonna, gonna be, be a so hit fun. for sure oh excellent keep us posted so you're doing what do you do with BravoCon? like are you you're going all the things are you in the mix like what's your what's your attack plan when you go I last last year was my first time ever going and just because okay. i live in new jersey and it was in new york it was like easy for me yeah. to go to and I ended up just going live the whole time. And so I had, a, it was like a good way for people who couldn't afford to come to BravoCon to really feel like they were there. So yeah, that was right. basically what I did the whole time. I, I attacked all Bravo stars, like everybody and said like, say hi to the, the, my followers. And they were like, hi. So I basically stalked everybody. You know how they have these long lines to get pictures with people? Well, I, yeah. would, I wasn't wanting a picture. I just wanted them to say hi. So I would cut the line and just have them wave. And then people would yell at me. It was like super fun. People would scream like, don't cut the line. I'm like, I'm not trying to get a picture. I'm just saying hi. <laughs> I ran down everybody, everybody. I ran into Kathy Hilton in like a hallway and she was like by herself and it was dark. And I just like came for her on my page and I didn't want to tell her who I was. And my followers were like dying. Cause I'm like, and here we have Kathy Hilton. She'd already blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> It was random, but it was That's super good. stressful. So I'm hoping Vegas won't be as stressful. It was stressful for me because I was throwing a big party. And I don't know, it was, it was stressful. It was like a lot all day. You run yeah. from one thing yeah. to another. It's a ton it's, of interaction too. You just got to be on, you know, it's different. God, when the you first can... day was so much fun. I, we, I did a Bravo Palooza. I hung out with like Crystal and Heather Gay. And we were all sitting in this room talking for like an hour. And it was really fun. I was like, this is amazing. And then Saturday the crowd tripled and I was like this is honestly hell I'm in hell right now I want to mm, die like I need to get out of here it's gonna be nuts These in lines Vegas are terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm hoping yeah. Vegas, because it seems like they're selling less tickets, it'll be less overwhelming. But yeah, honestly, Saturday was, yeah. Saturday was my version of hell. It was like thousands yeah. and thousands of people. There were no place to get a drink. There was no place to go oh, to the bathroom. God. There was no place. You were just like stuck in these terrible lines for hours without like being able to drink water or pee. It was a nightmare. But oh, the first God. day was, the first day was not as crowded and it was fun. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. how many so people when does... watch Bravo out there. I know it's crazy. Know. When does your book come out? Um, September nineteenth, and nice. we're going to um, you know, I'm just, I'm just hoping that, like I said, I hope people like to have it's something sparkly great. on their bookshelf. I don't know, like the trivia yeah. will only go so far, right? You're gonna do the book once, but I do think the illustrations are really cute, and I try to be yeah. funny. We took out all the real irreverent stuff at the end. My editor balked because I did. I had like one quiz that was like, um, who said this, Portia or a kindergartner <laughs> I thought it was funny and my head was like no you cannot I'm like come on people can laugh at themselves so in the end we did take out some of the stuff that was too it's snarky. gonna be a huge I, Christmas present for people I think it's gonna I do great so yeah. I just don't yeah. think there's anything else like it like no one has ever put everything together I mean obviously there's the big Dave Quinn book and the big you know the behind the scenes but in terms of yeah. the big moments I feel like no one has just put it together so I don't know I hope it'll do yeah. well for that reason but you know it's yeah. still it's just a trivia book my publicist the publicist that the the editor hired and the book publisher hired was saying like you know we need a hook we need something to bring I'm like there's no hook it's a trivia book <laughs> I don't know what yeah, to tell yeah. you like and I mean you have your you have your built-in don't need a you hook. have your built-in audience you know from everything you do online so like you're gonna be good that's true I, I work I work yeah. really hard and I always tell them yeah. just buy the book and then you never have to do anything for me ever again <laughs> yes exactly you People gotta you gotta message everybody you've done favors for and make them buy the book. I did, I did questions is a them. lot yeah, over 500 questions. There's quizzes, there's yeah. like, you know, games, there's trivia. There's, I tried, like I said, I try to hit everything that we all collectively remember. And I feel like it's just a retrospective. It's fun, you know? Yeah. And the yeah, trivia is fun great. too. Like there's this one thing where it's, um, what housewife are you? And we put, I put questions and then whatever you pick, it tells you who you are. And like, you know, I've done That's it myself great. and I got Vicky. I'm like, no, I am not Oh Vicky. no. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. Oh, well, we will definitely we will be getting the book we are excited we hope we can see you in vegas in november and you're coming so to fun to get show, to chat with you at the very least you're coming to me show you have to dm me and give me your name i'll put you on the list yes at the very yeah, least yeah, yeah we will i will definitely do that and everybody go check out her book go follow her on thanks Instagram. for coming on it's so fun to talk thanks. to thank so you much so for much for having me us. thank you so much yes, i love it and thanks right. for it's always fun Have to fun. chat to another obsessed bravo person so we wish you oh, yeah. all we're the best send you the, we're gonna send you the hard copy of the book too oh great. awesome okay thanks so all much right. thank thanks. you so much for your time thank you